Shalom, uh, brothers and sisters, um, throughout the world, uh, all the Israelites, all the 12 tribe, you know, scattered abroad. Um, those 12 tribe can be, you know, uh, black, white, whatever, because in the beginning there were no uh, race, no color. So all of you was being or felt that they're being called or they're being lied to into uh, mainstream media or religions out there. This channel or the podcast is uh, for is, uh, some of you who already know the Bible and understand a lot of things about the Bible and understand certain things that are not like uh, clear. So we're going to attempt to um, tackle those subjects. So one of them is about the sons of God in Genesis chapter one verse, uh, uh, chapter six verse one uh, to uh, to four, and uh, we're going to talk about the subject. So uh, the reason why I'm attacking this subject is because when I was reading um, the book of Revelation, it talks about the seven spirit. So we have to know what it means really the seven spirit. Uh, churches, church charity cannot tell us you know what they are. And uh, I believe, like, you know, um, as Yeshua promised, you know, when we come to the end in the book of Daniel, knowledge will increase. So, therefore, we're going to attempt to uh, get to that subject and uh, try to decipher exactly what the seven spirits are, which, uh, what did they represent, you know, how God been using them. And um, so, uh, this is the beginning, the first part of a five-part series of uh, Sons of God, okay? So to start, uh, I'm going to thank, you know, uh, I'm going to thank uh, the Almighty, the Father, you know, and the Son, Yehovah and Yeshua. So um, for allowing us you know, to come, allowing me uh, to come uh, behind the mic and try to share this with you, um, brothers and sisters. Hopefully, it will be very helpful in, a, in your walk because Yahshua is not too far. And the um, reason why I'm saying that because so many things, so many signs that Yahshua says that uh, will show his coming is, is, is very soon. And um, the way that you know, we, we, they portray his coming is a little bit different than what Revelation is saying. So today is not about this coming right now. It's about the seven spirit. Let's dive into the subject. So there are seven spirits. That's what he says. They said seven angels. There are seven lamp, and the seven stars, the seven horns, the seven eyes, and um, and the sons of God and the sons of the Most High. The seven lamp in Zechariah four verse two uh, and ten. Right. These are the same basically. Um, but there is a, we're going to try to set a scenery, basically, to show you there were two instances in the past where God used uh, uh, some of his sons, you know, to help mankind. The first one is, will be in Genesis chapter uh, 1, sorry, chapter 6, verse 1 to 4. The second one is in um, Deuteronomy, uh, chapter 32, verse 8 and 9. 
So we'll get to that one, uh, to those uh, uh, verse later. But at first, let's go to Revelation, where my curiosity was like, you know, uh, was sharpened for the first time, basically. And this is this thing that got my attention the first time, and I couldn't understand it when I was trying to see, uh, based, on the under- uh, based on the information that, you know, um, Christianity was giving me, or, or so-called, whatever information that the media was giving me out there. So let's check it out first. It's Revelation chapter uh, chapter 1, verse 4. We're going to read that. And I'm using the King James Version, or the New King James Version. I think the English should be better, and um, that's all, right? And uh, if you have the old King James, you know, same thing. You can use that. But there are a few phrases or a few words that, you know, being translated in the, in the, between the old and the, and the new, but I think you know the new kind of got it better than 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 uh, than the old. So let's read chapter one verse four. John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you, and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirit who are before his throne and from the seven spirit who are before his throne this is john who just went in chapter 4 to heaven and saw the throne of god and he saw seven spirit in front of the throne what he saw in chapter 4 he saw seven lampstand right represent the seven spirit that's what he says in, in chapter 4 but we're not going to go there right now so later on we'll, we'll get to that verse right but just to show you, right, the seven spirit. Who are they? What have been, what have, what have they been doing on earth? So why did they, God, John saw the seven spirit? What are the the requirement or the their job basically to in in terms of you know mankind, right? So let's just dive in. Okay, remember the title of this podcast, right? is the sons of God, okay? As it mentioned in Genesis, from the beginning, uh, uh, the sons of God, not one son, God more, has more than one, because all creatures, like, you know, all celestial being, right? Celestial being are being called sons of God, right? Yahshua is the firstborn, basically. And, uh, and uh, Yahshua created the rest, so God himself called all of them sons, okay? So we're going to see that in Psalm 82 uh, when we get to it, right? So this is where we are. So for some people who think like, you know, when God was creating the world, he was alone. So when they read that in Isaiah, when God says, you know, beside me, there were no God, you know, I was the one who had creation. Um, I think he's overstretching it because God himself says like, you know, and since the beginning, that it was not alone. Okay, let's check this out. And uh, Genesis chapter two, verse uh, sorry, verse chapter one, verse two uh, and twenty-six. Okay, verse two and twenty-six. Let's check this out right now. Genesis chapter one, verse two. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was. Uh, on the face of the deep, and the spirit of God or spirit of Jehovah 
hovering over the face of the water. So right there we see two people or two entities. Jehovah and his spirit. All right? So which means he was not alone in creation of the of the world. Okay? Verse 26. Now can you give us a little bit more? Verse 26. Then Jehovah, or God, said, Let us make men in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the bird of the air, over the cattle, and over all earth, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Again, God says, Let us make men. So he was not alone. Let us make man. So if you were, if I was alone, I said, I'm gonna make man. Right? Let me make man. So he said, let us make man. So uh just to uh show you God was not alone, all right? So this is where you know we encounter the first time in the Bible where God mentioned um his son, right? is Genesis chapter 6, verse 1 to 4. This is the first mission of that group, right? Uh, was supposed to uh, uh, help mankind come back to God, right? Help mankind, uh, teach mankind the righteousness of Jehovah, but they fail. How did it fail? The verse is going to tell us right away, okay? Let's read chapter 6, verse 1 to 4. Now, it came to pass, when the men began, began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of, of Jehovah, or sons of God, saw the daughters of men, that they were beautiful, and they took wife for themselves of all whom they choose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with men forever, for he is indeed flesh, yet his day shall be 120 years. There were giants the, uh, on the earth in those days and also afterward when the sons of Jehovah or God uh, came into the daughters of men and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of old men of renown. The story is telling us right now when the giants start or when the sons of Jehovah starting, you know, coupling or, or uh, uh, basically uh, become intimate with the women. So they bore them giant because like, you know, they were not supposed to uh, um, become intimate because God did not create them for for procreation like this, okay? So not through sex, but uh, they did it anyway. And uh, this is where uh, that this is when you have the first hybridization. So uh, were they wrong in in, in trying to? Uh, did they get the story wrong? I don't think so, because God promised that you know one day He will send His Son, right, 
the seed of the woman will uh, uh, one day get with the seed of uh, you know of, of God and uh, will create a child that will save mankind from death okay so that was Yeshua but those uh, uh, um, or messengers or angels or sons of God went early and do that and they were not you know they were not the one to do it anyway so the progenitor or the what they um, come up with was giant basically because that they were they were not supposed to do something like that right for that reason God according to Peter okay uh, sent them into a place of darkness in the earth where they are waiting for the judgment after the 7,000 years, okay? So this is what happened to those uh, uh, who disobey God, you know, those sons of God who disobey God like that. God did not forgive them because uh, uh, because of what they did. So they descended, right, tried to rule the earth because they were giant, right? This is not a fairy tale. And uh, they uh, start killing each other, killing mankind, eating mankind, and um, so, therefore, because a, 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 they mix humans' DNA with a divine DNA, uh, they, they become giant. So, with the same idea also, they were trying to play with DNAs in the past also. That's why you have, like, you know, the, a, 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 the birth of, of, of dinosaurs. Because God did not create dinosaurs. It's because mankind trying to play with DNA that we do as we're doing today, right? So uh it give it give them like you know dinosaurs. So and God says like you know since those men, right, when you know since they are flesh, they're not sons of God really, right? So they're just flesh. So therefore from the time that they were living into to the rest of the time that they have to live on earth, God gave them 120 days. You know, so he can wipe them out. So that's why, like you know, you have from the time that God made that declaration, mankind uh, or that this group of people, okay, uh, the giant, you know, and those who were living on in that at that time also had 120 years to repent. Right? Some of them, did, most of them, did not repent. Only eight people that we know, okay, which is was uh, Noah, and um, and his sons and their wives and his wife so eight people you know uh, repent and they were in the ark all right so i believe you know um we we are you know in a sense uh in a, in a similar situation god is is putting out his information his truth that like you know those of us who accept it you know will be in the ark will accept the whole uh, truth of god not part of it right and then they will come in the ark. It's a spiritual ark, not like you know a literal ark, because like the 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 servant you know of God, right, will keep all his commitment and believe in Yahshua. That's what like you know that's what it means to come under a, his covenant and or a, a to believe in Yahshua. Yahshua said, "If you love me, keep my commitments. The commitments he, he gave." Uh, he said, everything that I gave you from the past is still there because as long as heaven and earth exist, they will not disappear one iota or one letter until all is, is finished, right? That's what he says. All right, let's continue. So let's focus on that, uh, on the sons of God. 
but I would just open up a parenthesis to just tell you exactly which group that, you know, that automatically showed himself that they were worthy to be part of the kingdom of Yeshua by keeping his commitment and having faith in Yeshua. So that's all. Let's close it and keep on focusing on the sons of God. Now, uh, that was the first group, uh, what I, uh, like I said, okay? This first group failed and God reserved them in, into, into a darkness in, 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 um, until, um, until uh, the 6,000 years or 7,000 years of Yeshua, the seventh one, you know, of Yeshua spent on this earth and finished, then God going to destroy the earth with them and with the enemy, which is Satan, right? As we call uh, Satan, some call it Lucifer and all, whatever name you might be able to give him. But, you know, in those people or those beings going to be destroyed at the end. And in, in all the people that, do, that don't obey God also will be destroyed at the end with the earth. Okay? Uh, so, the second group that God, you know, used, you know, for, uh, uh, to help mankind. We find it in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter, Deuteronomy chapter 38, sorry, chapter 32, sorry. Chapter 32, Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 8 and 9, right? That's the second group of sons God sent to the earth to help mankind, okay? All right, verse 8 and 9. When the Most High divided their inheritance to the nation, their inheritance to the nations. Whose inheritance? Talking about like, you know, his sons. He gave them inheritance, the nations as inheritance. He gave the nations as inheritance. When? When he separated the sons of Adam, okay, he set the boundary of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. For the Lord portion, his, his people, Jacob, is the place of his inheritance. Uh, this verse gives a lot of people some, I know, um, some, uh, a lot of trouble to understand, right? But once you start getting to the Hebrew culture, you're going back to the Hebrew words in a sense of, of the faith, not the Greek you know, version that we have right now in Christianity, but the Hebrew. You start to understand exactly what happened. So what happened? When men, after the flood, men start you know, populating the earth, and um, they said, like, you know what? We're not going to let uh, a flood kill us again. Right? We're not going to die by a flood again. So we're going to build a tower. So they get together, you know, Nimrod was there too, okay? So uh, they built a tower, okay? That tower, okay, uh, became um, the project which uh, God did not approve and accept. So they, they basically said, like, you know, we don't want the God that can destroy us. We're going to have our own God. So there's a, there's, a, there's a book that talks about, like, you know, some of them, some another group that says like you know we're gonna go and um, and kill the God 
We're going to go. And they, they were against God, basically. But God didn't want to leave them by themselves because they were descendants of Noah and all, right? Uh, Shem and Seth and Japheth and all. So God gave them up, right, those nations to and divided them into seven languages. And uh, he gave them to uh, basically uh, to his sons, right? But the plan was for them to teach all these people the law of God so they can come as the one that God chose, which is like, you know, Jacob or Abraham. He started with Abraham first. So, so therefore, he would, you know, they, they would come as one nation, one, uh, one nation one day because, like, you know, God was going to teach uh, the descendant of Abraham all his laws, all his statutes, you know, and all his commandments. So his son was supposed to do the same thing too because there weren't, there weren't, there weren't going to be any uh, differences in terms of the commandments. But yet, right, uh, those an entity, those angels or the sons of God, so perverted mankind, right, and to a point where, like, you know, right now the world is upside down, right? So this is the second group. But this group also is not reserved for a... a, a um, is not like you know being hidden in the darkness. They're still here. They are the one who's controlling the, the the world empires, right? For instance, we have uh, an example with us when Daniel, right? Uh, uh, when Gabriel, you know, came to Daniel, he says like you know, uh, the the prince of Persia withstand me for twenty two days, right? So. 24 days or 22 days. I mean, I think we're going to read that later on. So I don't remember exact day, how many days. But yet, so this is like, you know, one instance where you see one of the prince, but not, not a, or, or the sons of God, but not the the one that obey God, but the one that, you know, uh, go against God, which is talks about like, you know, Psalm 82. So we'll talk about, you know, about that also when we get to Psalm 82. Okay. So let's not make this thing too, uh, too lengthy because um, uh, I, I don't want to basically bore you too, too much. Let's go dive into the verse. Remember, there were two groups. The first group, God reserved the first group in the darkness. The second group, they're still living on earth, but they're perverting mankind. So that's what we find in Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 8 and 9. All right. So we're going to see again the instance where the, uh, the sons of God that stay faithful to God, okay, those seven spirit that God is using, and that was that John saw. So uh, God sent three of them to Abraham one day, okay. So we see that in the in the the book of Genesis chapter eighteen, book of Genesis chapter eighteen, uh, verse one to six. Then the Lord appeared to him by the terebinth tree of memory. The Lord appeared to him. So when, when, he, when he raised his head up, as he was sitting in the tent door in the heat of the day, so he lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, three men were standing, uh, standing by him. And when he saw them, he ran from the tent door to meet them and bowed himself to the ground and said, My Lord, if I now found favor in your in your sight, do not pass on by your servant. Please let a little water be brought and, and be brought 
and wash your feet and rest yourself under the, the tree. And I will bring a morsel of bread that you may refresh your heart after that you may pass by in as much as you have come a, a your servant to your servant. They said, do as you have said. So Abraham hurried into the tent of to Sarah and said, quickly make ready three measure of a fine uh, meal, knit, knit it and make cakes. All right. So we see three men. You see, in the beginning of the verses, this also give a lot of people a, a lot of uh, trouble. So they come up with a lot of a, a bunch of story. They said God was there among those three men. You know, they said like you know uh, the the one that was God that was the one to stay with uh, 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 Abraham and tell him like you know the destruction of of of, um, of Sodom and Gomorrah and all that stuff. Nonsense. No. There were three angels or three entity or three of the seven ones, okay? The seven angels that sent on a mission. One to uh, tell Abraham the good news that he's going to have a son very soon, okay? And uh, with Sarah, not Agar, not with Sarah. And then and send the other two, okay, to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. So, um, and then uh, they save a lot also. So we're gonna see the instance also when some people said, "Oh, the one that was that stayed behind was the one that Abraham bowed down." So Abraham knew the true God. Why would he bow down before three men, right? No, or before one of them? No. So and then two of them left to go to Sodom and Gomorrah, and then you know in verse nineteen, and um, Lot also bowed down before them, the same way as his, as his as his uncle. Okay, so these are the things that is just to show you again that was uh, three angels in a mission, and they came and at that time they were allowed to accept worship, and they did accept worship from Abraham, and then and and compared to John when he was trying to worship one of them again, you know, uh, and he he, uh, he says do not worship me, right? As the three angels in the in the book of Genesis right, appeared to Abraham. John saw three angels also appear to him. When we get to Revelation, we, we get you know into the detail of it, right? Because three of them is being mentioned again, like you know, uh, uh, in the book of Revelation. All right. So uh, let's go to chapter nineteen to see exactly what Lot did when he saw those two men from the three. Okay, that's uh, Genesis, uh, Genesis chapter nineteen, again one and two. Genesis 19, 1 and 2. Now the two angels came to Sodom in, in, the, in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the, in the gate of Sodom. When Lot saw them, he rose to meet them and bowed himself within his face toward the ground. And he said, Hear now, my Lord, please, Turn into your servant's house and spend the night and wash your feet. Then you may rise and you may rise early and go your way. So God, a lot insisted that they come inside and uh, 
and so so they can refresh themselves. So it was customary in the back east at that time to and when you see strangers to invite them into your house. So that was the men of God who used to do that though, basically, and uh, they they you know they would offer them food and wash their feet. That's what Abraham did. So the idea of washing feet and um, and, and, and feed them bread and wine and all that stuff. So there was something that existed a long time ago. So that was in the culture of the Hebrews, right? And, uh, and that's what Yeshua tells us to do whenever we eat bread and wine, okay, to, remind, to remember the sacrifice that he did. So we're not going to focus on that right now, but this is customary that they used to do, invite a stranger. That's what Paul says, you should invite a stranger in your house by doing so, a lot of people entertain angels, okay? That's what he meant by it, okay? So, let's continue. Uh, Genesis chapter 28, uh, verse 12 and 22. So, this is another instance where uh, Jacob himself, you know, uh, encountered those angels again, right? So, uh, Genesis chapter 28, verse... 12 to 24. Right? 12, 24. Um, looking at the verse right now. 12 to 24. Okay. This is what he says here. Then he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth, and it, and it tapped reach into heaven. And there the angel of God were ascending and descending on it and behold the lord stood above it and, and said i am the lord god of abraham your uh, your father and the god of isaac the land on which you lie i will give to you and your descendant also your descendant and shall be as the dust of the earth you shall spread abroad into the west into the east to the north to the south and in and in your and in, in, in you and your seed all the family of the earth shall be blessed behold i am with you and i'll keep you wherever you go and i will bring you back into, into this land for i will not leave you until i have done that i have spoken to you then jacob awoke from his sleep and said surely the lord is in this place and I did not know it. And, and, and he was afraid and said, How awesome, how awesome is this place. This is now uh, none other than the house of, of, of Jehovah of God. And he is a gate of heaven. Then Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put uh, at his head, set it up and as a pillar, and poured oil on top of it. And uh, he called the, the name of this place Bethel, which the name was, uh, was which the name of the city has been loose previously. Then Jacob made a vow saying, "If God will be with me and keep me in the in the in the way that I may go in and give me bread and, and to eat and clothing to put on, so." that I come back to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. And this stone, which I have set as a pillar, it shall be God's house. 
and of all that I give me, of that you give me, I will surely give ten to you. So this is where uh, you see Jacob saying, like you know, he got options, right? He had other gods. If this god that he just saw in the dream, right, bring him safely, give him food and clothes, you will serve that god, and everything that God that God gave him, you will give him the tenth of it. Okay. So this is where like Jacob himself made a vow to God and you know, made a deal with God basically, and God answered his prayer and it, in and um. And God gave him riches. Did, did Jacob keep his, kept his promise? Did he keep his promise? Yes, he did. But uh, we don't see that in the Bible. But, you know, there are other books that say, yes, Jacob uh, keep, uh, kept his promise and gave God 10 you know, of everything that he had. All right. So now let's continue. So uh, we're going to see another instance where Jacob, when he's way back now, right? Remember, Jacob is coming back right now to his father's house, and he was uh, a, about to meet with his brother. And then, you know, and before that happened, he met with, a, uh, with God, with an angel. And then, you know, uh, the Bible said the angel was God. But it, was he God, really? No. The Bible said no one can see the face of God and live. That's what God told Moses. So he permeated Moses. He allowed Moses to see his back, not his face, because he said no man can see his face and live. Who that was then, and then yet the Bible says it was uh, God. So we have to understand when he's talking about, like you know, when God sent an, uh, one of his sons or one of uh, uh, angels or whatever you want to call it, okay, an entity. That's what you call the Holy Spirit, the Spirit, whatever. So when he sent the Spirit into you uh, to uh, uh, to his servant, so when they uh, call him God, it's because not because they are really God or they are the Father. They come in the name of the Father, so therefore they, they accept the title, right? But they know uh, what, you know, uh, and I know what they may, what it means because an angel is not God. An angel is a son of God. Since you are a son of God, you can be God, but not the creator. Understand the difference, right? But they come in the name of God, so therefore they, uh, they are called God, okay? And uh, Genesis chapter 32, verse 1 and 2. I don't know if it's clear enough, right? But I hope, you know, you get what I'm saying. And we, we, we get to uh, to talk about it a little bit deeper. And if any questions, you know, uh, you can send me uh, an email, right? Um, when, when I'm done, I'll give you the email address, basically. Genesis chapter uh, 32, verse, um, verse 1 and 2. And then 24 and th uh, to 30, okay? 1 and 2. So Jacob went... In his way, and the angels of plural, the angels. So he met with uh, quite a, a, a number, right? Not one. Uh, uh, maybe I don't know how many. So if he was the same amount that he saw on the ladder, I don't know. Okay, now he's coming back. Remember, he had made a vow, so he's coming back. I don't know if it was the same amount that he saw on the ladder going back and forth. But he saw the angels. Okay, he saw the angel of God met with him. When Jacob saw them. Okay, he said, this is God's camp. So it's probably the same place where he had the pillar. So this is the same place probably meet, with, meeting with them again, right? Then, and, and uh, this is God's camp. And he called the name of that place Manahim. Okay, God's camp. Okay, so he met uh, uh, angels, the same chapter. 
So let's go to verse uh, 24, 30 to 30 to see what happened with one of them. 24 uh, to 30. Verse 24. Then Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Okay? Now, when he saw that he did not prevail against him, he touched the socket of his hip. And the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaks. But he said, I will not. Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, the angel said to Jacob, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. And Jacob didn't say, Jacob. Verse 28. And he said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked, a saying, tell me your name. And he said, why is it that you ask for me about my name? And he said, bless, and he blessed him there. So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face and my life was preserved. Did Jacob see God face to face? Hmm. Would God lie to Moses when he said, like, you know, nobody can see my face and leave? Hmm. So it's not that a God, you know, he couldn't see his face. God, if God wanted him to see it, really, right? But God said, no man can see my face and leave. But our, uh, Jacob was not seeing uh, God's face because he said he was a man. God is not a man or son of man, you know. So a man to lie or son of man to repent. So that's why that man, you know, cannot be God. He was an angel of God, one of the sons of God, one of, one of the seven uh, angels or seven spirit that was in front of the throne of God. Or thus, you can say the sons of God that stay faithful to God. God sent them on a mission you know, to, his, uh, to his servant. So the last verse I'm going to do today, you know, to uh, uh, um, conclude this uh, first part is Genesis chapter 48, verse 15 and 16. Genesis chapter 48. All right. So verse, uh, verse 15 to 16. This is Jacob right now reaching the end of his life, you know, but before he died, right, he asked, he asking God and the angel that God sent to protect him in so many ways in his life, in so many instances in his life. He asked this God and this angel to Watch over his kids, okay? This is what he says, 15 and 16. To rush over to watch over his children. Alright, so when I said kids, like you know, it's under his descendant, you know, to watch over them. And uh, I'm part of that too, and descended. So uh and you are part of it too if you believe you uh, as long as you obey the law of God. And believe in Yahshua, you're part of it. Verse 15. And he blessed Joseph and said, God, before whom my father, my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, the God 
who has fed me all my life long to this day. The angel who had redeemed me from all evil, bless the lads. Bless the children of Joseph, bless the lads. Let my name be named upon them. And the name of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. Hallelujah. This is where Jacob was praying and asked God and the angel to protect Joseph's uh, descendant. All right? So, there you have it. This is the first part of the five-part series of the sons of God. There will be more that we'll be discussing later on. And if you have any question, guys, um, my uh, email, you know, it's uh, email address is kingandpriest70 at gmail.com. kingandpriest70 at gmail.com. Um, hopefully, this moment that you just spent together or oh, when you watch this and um or listen to this uh will be a blessing to you it will help you like you know uh it, it will help answer many questions that you had in the past in terms of this of these verses right so um we're gonna go to an adventure here and trust me uh it's gonna be awesome and um may Jehovah bless you and um keep you until next time all right Shalom.